Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. Of course, you guys know it's con- the continuation of Spooky Month over here on the show. Figured I'd be in costume again tonight like I've been going. I'm hoping the rest of the, cr- the, rest of the crew up here will get it together and maybe get at least one night in with me in a costume. Come on, guys. You can't just leave me hanging every night, right? But I hope everyone is doing fantastic here tonight. Everybody over there watching on... Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, and listening around the world on all the audio apps, man. We we truly appreciate you guys, and we appreciate, you know, this week I've had an influx in signups for over there at Unconstitutional Awakening, the website.com. It's, uh, I've been I've been keeping up with that this week. I don't know how, who else can see it, but we've had quite a bit of uh, new signups this week to as members and such like that, and that's great, man. And when you know when you're over here at this website, you can find all the links to check everything out to watch us. Um, the website's ever expanding, man. We've got new sections for Caitlin and Bandit that are just going to start sharing, you know, some information from there end too. You can come over here and even listen to the show, check out our awesome merch store, and even all of our sponsors, Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, and my buddy Brett Pike with Homeschools Connected. Man, you can get links to all those guys and get back over there and, and, and see what they can do to help you out. They've all got a variety of different things that we... Uh, we're really into because we consider them alternatives to what's going on in today's world and where the world's going. We're, we're looking for that alternative system to build. That's kind of what Luis is after. Like he's, he's a good guy up there, man. He, I learn more and more about Luis every single day, man. And I got to say, he's an outstanding and human. I keep saying that, but I'm sure the crew will back me up on this, man. Like he's, he's an interesting, outstanding human, like good dude. Well, tonight though, I got another friend that I found over here on TikTok. You guys know how much I love finding people on there. They're the most interesting people in the world come from TikTok. Like it's it's just a super cool place to hang out and look for videos. And my buddy Art up here was I've seen some of the stuff where he's been out there just talking about reality and and just things that are good to talk about. And I asked him if he wanted to come on and he was like, "Yeah, and I'd like to talk about the power of narrative." And like to me, I was just like I was set back because I was like, that's that's a that's a good conversation to really have. Like we kind of touch on it a little bit here and there throughout the show. And I've always thought that, you know, narratives have the power to take people places. And when we get to those places, we kind of understand. 
we're not really aware of this, but narratives are the driving forces of social change. You know, they drive politics, they drive, you know, everyday life, like literally, like there's, there's so many different narratives going on on a regular basis. Fascism, communism, capitalism, they, capitalism, they all have their own narratives, their own heroes, their own villains, like there's different narratives in these things. And that whole pen is mightier than the sword narrative, like that, that's because of the power of narratives, I believe. So when Art brought up this subject, I was like, this would be a great subject to have. So as I normally do, I'm going to go around the table real quick, see how everybody's doing this evening. We're going to start with you, Art. How are you tonight, sir? I'm good. And uh, just honored and uh, humbled that you invited me on your show. But I'm good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm always looking for interesting people that have good, good opinions and good v views on life, I guess. You know, there's things that I, I maybe I personally align with or I just know the people that we watch and deal with, they personally align with, too. And that's why I was like, well, this guy should make for some decent content. So I would, that's why I reached out to you, man. So I appreciate you joining us tonight. It's fantastic. Caitlin, how are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? Great, great. You, you doing all right? The storm get passed through, passed up there by you? It did. Finally, it finally stopped raining. Um, the weather the last week, week and a half, has been insane. I mean, like, 80 degrees one day, 60 degrees the next. And so we all have coughs and runny noses. Bless mm. with that. It's been it's been in the nineties the past couple of days down here with me. So uh, you know, everybody's been talking about how cold it is and I'm like, What do you mean? I'm in shorts still. Like it's hot yeah. in the refrigerator, man. <clears throat> Luis, how are you cold. doing up there in New York tonight? So now that you mentioned the weather, I mean, uh yeah, the other day we op my friend opens the barn doors of a a little house like a house outside of the business. I forgot what it's called. Her but the the thing is the door flies off just straight up flies off completely like shatters and breaks into two pieces we're just thinking well at least there was nobody out there because <laughs> they would have been just smacked like hard by a door so the winds up here got up for up up for a while so that was interesting uh, i think about it bandit what's going on out there this evening doing good man it's getting a little colder here man for just kentucky we're getting down into the high 30s low 40s right. it's fall it's definitely fall here man definitely fall it's cool I'm enough at night that i've started drinking my coffee in the evening time again but during the day i'm still i'm still dying so like today for <laughs> example we had literally on the box it said it was a 500 pound refrigerator what really 500 yeah. pounds a 500 pound refrigerator for two people sure the other guy's a little bit bigger than me but we we all remember i'm a tiny fellow so this was a fun day <laughs> i can confirm i can confirm that <laughs> how how do you move such a thing how's the biggest the base um is this one you, of the you, like the you strap it, it to the hand trucks and one Zeros? person goes on one end and one the double on door sub-zeros actually it was a G like the double door sub-zeros it was a ge five door profile Five doors. Five doors. Is it it five 20, doors? Twenty-eight cubic. I've never even seen this thing. Oh no 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 no! no. I know what it. It's got That's the two awesome. main top door doors. It's got a pull, and it's got the three drawers, right? Two drawers, two top doors, and a secret door like the Samsung. Dude, dude, the, the, oh, okay. 
so much to break. I had eight stairs to freedom. So much to break. A 500-pound fridge with eight stairs to freedom. Do you, have a, do you have a stair climber? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's a legit thing. It's a, the stair climber. I, when I, I worked for Coca-Cola moving vending machines, and they range from 900 pounds to 1,200 pounds. And they have this crawler that will climb um, stairs. You strap it in like a dolly, and it's electronic, and it will climb like it has lo- for them. Yeah. What? Here's, well, I believe you. I've seen some things like that before, but... No, I think he's running on human strength, and that's the that's the important part. That's how Jimmy stays very fit and lean, just moving stuff. I mean, it's not an easy job. So, well, part, let's apologize for the tangent there. I do kind of want to hop over here and Art. Let's. I'd like to get a little information about you for the listeners and for the the crew here. So, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, sir? Yeah, uh, I'm a boring guy, so there's not much to tell. Uh, I, I, you know, I grew up a uh, single parent household. Uh, mom got married. We had a stepfather for about eight, ten years, but it was mostly just the three of us. And then uh, I had two cousins. I know you didn't ask all this, but uh, it's part of my story. Uh, and both my two cousins, they were always with us from the day they were born. So when my aunt died, my mom took them in. So they're like my brothers. So if people ask me how many brothers do I have, I always say three. I never, I never call them my cousins unless somebody wow. who knows, you know, that they're really my cousins, then I have to explain that. But other than that, so I got, you know, three brothers. Uh, I guess I grew up kind of liberal, not really focused in terms of what was going on around me in the world and just, just growing and maturing. And I got on social media originally to do music because I was involved with that. We got close, but never quite made it. And had no intention of getting into anything cultural or political or whatever. But as I began to look and see what was going on around me, more and more I got drawn into that. Uh, I got on TikTok simply to be entertained. I had zero desire to do any videos myself, let alone anything dealing with the social commentary or politics. I just wanted to watch dancing some booty shaking, and some jokes. That's the only reason why I got on TikTok. And then I got started to see the thing that's going on around, and I had to start speaking out against some of the stuff I was saying. But that's how my channel came to be. And uh, I'm just continuing to grow my brand and my channel. Hey, no, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and that's, and that's what brought me to you, is I seen you on there having some, some pretty strong opinions about <clears throat> the world today, I guess. You know, just, just looking around and you made mention of growing up in that kind of liberal aspect of things, but as we spoke, you know, outside of this and, be- and before the show started, you know, you-, you consider yourself to have very conservative views, which made me make the joke about the, about kind of being myself kind of looking like Frank Zappa with ideals, you know, like, like very, very progressive, but conservative at the same time. Like there's, there's, I, I think know, there's a lot of that us I appreciate. That are- yeah well it's kind of our concept of moderate you you right. want to you understand some elements that you want that everybody wants but then right. what's the common denominator is yeah. split in a weird way so that weird dichotomy is what creates the middle and the middle is the right. majority of the country right 100 right. million people right. are in the middle 
100 million people just shut the fuck up, though. That's the problem. They all shut the fuck up. (laughs) The narrative is, though, is that there's only two sides. (laughs) And that majority of Americans either left or right. If no party voted, they would always win. Exactly. Right. <laughs> they would win every election. Exactly. No party. Exactly. Oh, Look at the no party. Way, Have you voted for the no I, party? I, I forgot. But no, no I mean, no, 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 call your bluff on that, Luis, because if you if you really look at voting numbers, no one's won for quite a long time because more yes, than 80% that's, of the population well, that, says they don't want nothing to do with it. And that should be how it truly counted. So that's a weird thing in Puerto Rico. Um, a lot of people vote. <laughs> It's like one of the highest in the entire country. And it's a free day to go vote. Like you don't have to go to work, which it should be a holiday. And it is a holiday in many countries. When you go vote, it's a holiday. It increases exponentially the amount of people that vote because a lot of people that don't vote is because they're fucking working. Well, no, Or you could look no, at it like I do and understand that that's still mob rule, so it's wrong. It's a majorial dictatorship. Yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, I, I get that, but I'm saying that the the weirdness of the idea of like too much democracy is bad, then not too too, but then too little is also bad. It's like this weird mix, right, in between, which is where the problem lies. It's like there's not yeah. enough people in the in between yet, but there should I, be. I happen. think the problem is that number one we forget that we're all frogs in the same pot. And then the second thing I think we forget we're in a giant soup is the humanity of those who don't think like us. We deny anybody who doesn't think like us their humanity, but that comes from the power of narrative. And I think that we need to realize that at the end of the day, we're all just trying to survive. We all want peace for the most part, unless you have those outliers, people who just want to rule the world, picky in the brain type people. But yeah, <laughs> we want to see the humanity of each other and realize that when you talk to people, instead of talking at them, you begin to accept that, hey, you know, we're not really that divergent and, and we're more in the middle than we think. So yeah, I, I, I'm radical with some of my thoughts, but I really just want, yeah, I really, yeah, I'm really just kind of. We want peace. Some thoughts, and then some I'm not. You want to be left alone, right? Basically, that's it. That's when I got on TikTok. I, mean, I didn't see yeah, yeah, right. Just leave me alone. That's that's right. all the way. <laughs> I'm trying to pay my rent. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay my rent. I ain't got time for all this other stuff. Well, the, I mean, just just look at the current problem right now. That a hundred plus million people in this country can't afford all the food that they need every month. Just 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 remember that. And it's that was, it was 150 million in 2019. It's Let's probably it. 200 million today. So a hundred million people are pretty much keeping the entire country running. And out of those people, it's like 30, 50 million, like really and small amount of people that are actually doing all the work is yeah. like a mess. It's a whole mess. And, and the like, workforce right now is horrible, horrible conditions yeah. for everyone. They don't want to pay. hours. Yeah. Don't want to pay. Pay has gone down. Uh, Bank of America's idea worked. 
They they listened. You mm, guys yeah. didn't hear that memo? You saw that memo? Yeah. No. The Bank of America memo. They were having a conversation the board yeah. with, with another company. And they were talking about, we got to make sure that people's wages don't go up. We yeah, they got to stay poor. They got to stay poor. Stop raising their salaries. And not just right. like, you're not yeah, just looking at like. This is the, banks. This, this is different institutions talking to each other. So People not being able to afford food. But let's talk about like the other necessities. Like people are, um, you know, how many are about to become homeless? By getting evicted, right. how many millions, millions of just families? Yeah. Not we're not talking about individuals. We're talking about millions of families are going to become homeless yeah. because they can't. They're going to get evicted because they can't afford rent. Um, you're going to have people this winter uh, that are going to have to choose between: Am I going to pay for? Am I going to pay my water bill or my heating bill? Well, the good thing is, in certain states, by law, they cannot cut the power or the utility. They cannot cut the like water. Green, they cannot like three months. So in New York, they um, can you cut your pay. heat. Oh, you mean like at all in the wintertime? No. So the government cannot cut off your inner, uh, your heat. The bill will stack, but they cannot cut right. off your Oh, I didn't Even know if that. you See, owe I the thought, entire bill. See, I thought the electric company or power like company. Um, no, they can't cut your power like either. That's a state by state it's thing. Like it's not federally. They, 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 they can cut your power yeah. in the summertime. They will. They, uh, okay. they, they will yeah, cut your power will. or water. Yeah. Summer but water, they here they give you about three months before they do that. Like they don't cut it off immediately if you make the payment. Well, in Puerto Rico, the bills went from two hundred dollars. Somebody got a six thousand dollar bill. Obviously, it's wrong. But six thousand dollar bill instead of a two hundred dollar bill, and, and it's not like the ta- Texas UK? market thing. It's not like the Texas market thing because it was because Texas was by it was a weird exchange thing. It was a glitch in the computer mm-hmm. system. They had an exchange system inside. Basically, they were running an Enron in Texas and it went wrong <laughs> on top hey, of the failure cascade failures that did occur because they over relied on wind and they didn't properly treat those machines. So a portion of them mm-hmm. were disabled by the by the cold winds. The weeds. Do you know what, what time period that, that B of A memo was? You know, was it 10 years ago, five years, uh, three, uh, you know how long ago it was? What was the it memo? What? The, the memo, memo that B of A was talking about, we got we can't, we gotta keep wages suppressed. Oh, that happened this year, I think. Oh, the reason why I asked is because- This happened the, like a few, two months ago, two or three months ago. The reason why I asked oh, is because over the last 40, 50 years, Wages have not kept up with the GDP. Oh, 100%. The true, no, medium, the true median salary, according to 2019 numbers, was $33 an hour. To 2022 numbers, it might be 35 to right. closer to maximum 40, but 35. It's because of like, the same way you got to look at inflation globally, right? The problem is they're raising interest rates for reasons that bewilder me and bewilder the world because the world has told the government the u.s government stop raising interest rates you're pushing the entire global market into impot like to an insane degree that's the intercept article yes okay yeah but i well I, i'm a conspiracy nut i did i need to let y'all know this just came I'm, out look so we, Jul- july 29 conspiracy sir <laughs> uh, and, and it's not a theory this is a fact there's no there is no theory. You it's gotta a fact that they have, they have kept wages yeah. low. Well, I, well, it's I, still I, 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 conspiracy theory, though. Like, to most of Americans, because to most Americans, they don't believe it. 
Okay. They, do you know how much? You well, believe it? Do you know how much they pay at Facebook? They no. they have salaries. They have salaries in the three hundred and half a million range that are common in Facebook. Well, one is because nobody wants to work at Facebook, so they have to fucking throw money at you to to hire you if you're a high talent individual. But I only say that because these are examples of just how much demand there is in the market and what the real value of the dollar is when you see high price, high value individuals getting poached at the $600,000 range plus. And these are just employees. These are not, like, these aren't that high up and they're, they're in the 600,000 range. The, the, the person that raised it, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I hear you, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, you know, um, but before I was the conspiracy theorist on TikTok, I was the pill nurse. Um, I was a med tech at a nursing home. Um, and we worked 12-hour shifts. It was supposed to be, um, you know, three days on, two days off. And it never was. Uh, let me tell you, you would be appalled at what I started out working at for 12-hour shifts. I'll, I'll just let you guess. How much do you think I made an hour? taking care of people for 12 hours a day. How much do you think? 7.25 an hour. What? I believe it. Yeah. And you never got your two days off. You never got your two days off. You're always understaffed. Um, You would have an hour lunch taken out of your paycheck, whether you got to eat lunch or not, because you don't know when you're going to get to sit down to eat. You never know. And sometimes you don't eat that whole time. Um, when COVID hit, that's when they made me a med tech. I got a 50 cent raise um, for night shift. And um, I worked every single night. Mind you, I have three kids. Um, and they did not care. They didn't give a shit. And um, I actually quit had to go back because I couldn't find anything else um and when I went back as a PCA which was lower than a med tech I was making ten dollars an hour because they had to mandatory yeah give out a mandatory raise to help care workers so I was making more when I went back in a lower position than I made when I first started before COVID hit and during COVID I mean that's just how bad it is out there now. And for healthcare workers, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely I mean, ridiculous. They're also intentionally importing people in because okay, let's look back in history. Look at every mm-hmm. single big migrational movement that happened to the United States. Review it through the lens of war. Right. You start seeing it, you'll notice. There's a direct correlation between immigration and war. That's very true, actually. <laughs> just, just look yeah. at it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Immigration is, is either post yeah, or pre-war. Right. Oh, my God. You're so right. World War II. It's World right War. in front of us. I mean, it's oh like my it's God. a TV show. Central planners are devilishly calculated. It's just people cannot fathom central planning could be this complex. That's it. That's it. It's just people cannot fathom central planning can be that complex. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The, the Chinese have been building 30, 40, 50, 100 year plans. 
you think they do just think, talk about it openly that's the difference to think that people with <laughs> lots of money and you know don't sit around have a vested interest to keep their money and i'm just saying just as a good example with a lot of money and influence don't sit around and conspire to do things is to you know to not believe that that happens is is quite a quite the quite a leap of fact. matter really. <laughs> like who do you think the lobbyists are Go ahead, Art. Socialists play the long game. They play hardball and they play for keeps. Uh, they were behind the civil rights movement. We can talk about that too. But they wanted to integrate society so that they could socially engineer society. And they didn't want a, a group that was separate, that wasn't part of the mainstream society, blacks. They had to bring them into the corporate society as a whole. So that's what the, that's what the movement was about. Civil rights movement was not about black empowerment. It was about black inclusion into a culture that was about to be socially re-engineered. Now, the the, 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 that, the Russians were working on that for decades. Right. That movement started in the 1920s, not the 60s. And they started first with sports because sports are, co are, are central to who we are as Americans. Our identity is, is shaped by sports in a lot of ways. So they started trying to integrate uh, baseball in the 30s. They weren't successful to the 40s, so they first integrated sports, and th and then people began and people resisted it, but they began to accept it. They then integrated what the military, okay, and then people resisted and they began to accept it. They then uh, integrated uh, the education system. Then they began to integrate society as a whole, and people resisted and they eventually began to accept it. The worst thing that happened to Black America post-slavery was the Civil Rights Act. Uh, that includes Jim Crow, segregation, uh, the Black Codes, the vagrancy laws, which had an effect of a second slavery. That includes uh, uh, the lynchings. That includes the prison industrial complex. Why? Because the Civil Rights Act eradicated and destroyed the Black community. And yet, so the goal should have been to make us interdependent with other ethnic groups instead of dependent on the largest of the government. And so when people talk about the black culture and they contrast us with, say, uh, the Asian community or even the Hispanic community, I'm saying, yeah, but you got to look at the game that was played on us first, how they destroyed our community. They called it integration. And then they systemically took the black man out of the home. And I explained what they did to the black. They wanted the black man first because he was easy prey. But the, and they make it look racial, but it ain't racial. You got to watch how the game is being played. First thing they did was they marginalized the black man in his home. They made they say you're nothing but a penis and a paycheck. They do that to all men, but we'll get to that. And then they ostracized him in his community. Uh, you're not needed in the community. And, act, and then they and then they criminalized his existence. They dehumanized him and then they feminized him. And then now we see, and they made it look racial, but it wasn't racial. The attack was on manhood. And you look now, they're doing the exact same thing to the white man and they're making it look racial when it ain't. They, what they've done, they marginalized the white man. He's not allowed to share his opinion on social platforms. Even when he's a topic of discussion, he's told his opinion don't count. They've ostracized him. Uh, they criminalized his existence by calling him toxic. They dehumanized him by calling him colonizer and oppressor. And now they're trying to feminize him. Why? Because they want to remove the warrior spirit out of the culture 
I'm going to talk a little about Bible, but I do cuss, so y'all got to just bear with me. You're okay, sir. If you read the book of Isaiah, chapter 3, it talks about a culture that is turned upside down. And the reason why it's up and how we know it's upside down because they got the children running it. In other words, the people who know the least is doing the most talking. Now, what they did, but how did they make the culture vulnerable? They first removed the man of valor, the man of war, not the preacher, not the wise man. They took the warrior out well, first. Well, look at the athlete's salaries. This is actually, there was a great conversation, I forgot who it was, that spoke about the reason why we pay these athletes so much money is because these athletes would be in some ways a whole different spectrum of human if it were unleashed into the world. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them could be amazing leaders. And so they realized if we just divert them into this, <laughs> this is some level 10 genius that as somebody figured out like a while back that yeah. that's part of the reason the sports system is built the way it is because it's one of the best distractions for powerful minds. It's, you know, it's I think the entertainment oh, industry is the same way the music industry. I think it does the same. Thing. Oh yeah, the music industry is the same thing. I, oh, you're a great <laughs> influencer. I'm gonna pay you whatever the <laughs> fuck you imagine. I'm gonna give you all you the fame in the world. Yeah, I'm give you all the money. But oh, guess but what? Art. You're gonna have a puppet strings attached right. to your arms. Right. Do you art. remember Back at the beginning of uh, Afghanistan and Iraq? Uh, do you remember a uh, what was it a Arizona Cardinals wide receiver named Pat Tillman, who gave up his millions to join the military and went the to one, He was really young. Yeah, and he died. And like, he, that one, the guy that was, he was big. He was, he was a, a uh, he was with the f second or third Ranger Battalion. Yeah. And uh, they killed him in a friendly fire accident. Accident That's a whole story because of that. We won't get into that, but there's a whole story wow. of no, 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 why no, 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 of no, 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 why they no, no, killed no, no, no. him. I well, say I bad quotations. Yeah, right. Thank you. So um, this whole thing of why athletes are diverted to um yeah sports. that guy uh diverted right. to he doesn't um, even look real. He looks like a caricature of a human being. It's like that's what right. a cool like. Precision art, like that looks like a soldier out of a cartoon, but in like a cool way. Yeah, it's about a 50 50 shot now. Um, there's a lot of athletes now that I wouldn't trust yeah, the yeah. at McDonald's. Um, um but some are really, really 50. smart, and some of them are really, really smart, but you can do like a hundred like different things <laughs> again, like everything else. It's kind of going, uh, you know, it's kind of going south. Well, it's 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 weird. It's like a, there's some humans that are like different types of geniuses that come to movement, yeah. right? So movement right. and certain strategic advantages that people don't perceive. Like there's people that are fearless. When I mean fearless, I mean they have no reaction. So I at any moment somebody just pull a knife, put it right at his eye right here. He would just be like, oh hi. Um, he has no reaction. They were studying his brain, and like that's why he can do. Like he sadly died crush into a mountain Wait. flying Wait, through not, the air but that's not normal that's a problem well hopefully he was calm for the for his daughter so yeah i want to go back to something that you said oh but art um back to like 
the first thing that you said, you know, the first thing that they did um, with segregation. Because weren't there a lot of black communities that were like thriving Tulsa, before that? There were ones down here in Georgia that they, that where Lake Lanier is now, that they drowned. And there were, I mean, there was a lot of places more. And more than that, so. like the mud floods, right? The mud floods uh, uh, were probably well, the more. I mean, uh, I mean, as far as like the government building, interfere, like right? if you look through, look at, look at, look at Tulsa. Tulsa is a great example. Like they had yeah. a huge, you know, this it's, it's been referred to as the Black Wall Street, and it there's like there was a lot that went down there, and the black community was thriving separately from the American. Was government that before and segregation? Though? That, that, that was before segregation. During that segregation. But yeah, but the but the black community that was in Tulsa, like I'm but it sure had to have been I'm happening sure before that. This a lot too, but you know you can you can see where where they were very prominent and had their own entire like their own Tulsa Oklahoma at the time was its own entity for the black community, and then like boom, here comes the government and all this other stuff that happened. I mean, there's a, there a they, lot of range stuff. They that. didn't go as far as what's that place? We were speaking about it in a move. Remember and, move? Yeah, where they bombed. They bombed a multiple city blocks. Philadelphia. Like that was in Philadelphia. Yes. What the yeah, fuck? Was in Philly. Yeah, so there were multiple cities driving. No, I mentioned that it's like it's not the first multiple time the government cities. kills people. Like no, in, in Puerto Rico, the government killed fifty I think it was fifty-four people or murdered in a protest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you think the government's not gonna come to kill you? They will come to kill you. Like yeah. they've done it many times. It's not a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> Black Wall Street was not unique. No. There were multiple cities around it. There's a map that shows the black massacre of uh, the massacre of black townships. Uh, you can just Google that. You can find it. The massacre of black townships, and they were all over the, the, the country. And what happened was, and this is why has anybody written on that subject? I'd like to read more of that. That I don't know if there's anything formal. But I know something's been written on, like some oh, writer that's focused on it. But as far as overall, I don't know. And here's what I say. Uh, the, the number one way to oppress a people is to deny them equal protection under the law. Uh, and so what happened was the government had an obligation to protect those townships and they didn't. Now, what now here's why uh, notice that doing segregation. We were blacks were able to build all of those businesses and we had black millionaires back then because within the black community, we had our own banks. On schools, on hospitals, our own grocery stores. Our own grocery stores, I mean, we can we, we can feed Perfect ourselves. For those other we can do business among ourselves. Schools, we can do a, we can educate ourselves. Hospitals, we can heal ourselves. Now, post Civil Rights Act, we have none of that, and you have to ask yourself, okay, why were we able to build those things during segregation, but we're not right. now? When we have uh, more access to wealth, despite. Uh, the, the the leftist rhetoric said that we don't have access to wealth. And I, and I warrant that there's a certain amount of wealth that's just locked away among the elite that none of us will get access to. I don't care what your skin color is. I, I get right. that. Well, we that's why we need to make the you new need change. You need to be a certain bloodline to get that money. We, we got to extract that back to the to the general public. And that's an e in some ways, that will be an equalizer to the greater society. Now, how that will happen, I don't know. But it needs to happen in order to equalize everything because it's been too long.
too small a group with too much power. Yeah, but they ain't gonna get that power up easily. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Y'all have to come take it from me. They're not. With the Rothschilds, y'all would never get it because I, I y'all have to take it because I wouldn't share it. I, I mean, most it. It, it, the thing it. is, it's there's those people that have committed atrocities beyond what mankind can accept is acceptable. Yeah. Right, but, but right. they're not known to have done those things. But I can mention a few names here and there that are very well known, prominent people that their actions has killed tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of human beings at zero accountability but, whatsoever. But most of them, we will the never know. We will never know who they are. Not really. You well, know, we have. Mark, so I can mention name, you. But... Facebook. Facebook has started, has created more than 600,000 casualties because of their actions. They caused the war in Myanmar and the Ethiopian Civil War. Two wars under their noses. They're the cause of it. Uh, uh, Zuckerberg is... Uh, that's is weaponizing, a, that's testing and weaponizing technology. He's definitely an asset, allegedly. Yeah. No, he looks like the FBI <laughs> literally had an office... Yeah. Right next to his, yeah. was he doing an interview, and the FBI family. agent came That's in, and like, "Hey, Mark," and walked right. out. But you have to ask yourself, why? Why? Why was when I first got on social media, Facebook was just one of many. It wasn't even the one. I wasn't even on Facebook. I had Friendster and uh, MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. Tom. Tom never betrayed us. Right. Why did they? Why did they fall away? Because because they backed they backed Facebook. He was their asset. Right. And all they do is collect data on us. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why they changed their name to the metaverse. But it's a happy day every time I see Zuckerberg losing billions every single day. Every single day that I see that he's losing billions and he's been knocked out of the twentieth 20 top 20 now he's not even in the top 20 richest people in the world anymore okay so when i say rich rich people in the world i mean listed okay because a lot of assets are hidden behind a lot of oh no no no. i'm talking about people that just are anonymous that are super rich like beyond bezos and uh I guess I will never know. Those guys, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think Zuckerberg's in the top 20 anymore. Right. The truly rich, we won't know their names. If yeah. They're, yeah. They're not elite. If they have a Facebook page, they're not elite. They're right. just something they can watch. That's right. just part of it. If, if you can gain access to them easily. And now, there are names, you know, like the DuPonts and... Uh, the Lees, and you know that it's the list families. of thirteen. Yes, the list of the thirteen yeah. families, and they yeah. there are variations within that list. I don't know if you've ever actually read through that book, but um, I mean it. It says in there, you know, within those certain families, there are variations of the last names. They change their last names um, for those reasons, so that they are unknown. But even behind them, there are more that we will never ever know about. Right. The guy, what's the guy who owned Pizzagate? The little guy, the the, the guy who owned that pizza parlor place in DC, yeah. whatever. You're talking, you're talking yeah. about wait, you're talking about Papa John's. 
No, 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 yeah. Talking about Pizzagate? What about Pizzagate? Comet Ping Pong. His name is. I can't remember. I can't think of his name either. He's a bastard. Yeah. He's a allegedly he's a bastard Rothschild. Allegedly. So, like you said, the names get changed. We never know the names. We, you know, I've seen some things that say that I'm he's. I'm thinking it's John something. John Podesta? No, no, no. no John Podesta no, no, is no, not John Podesta. Yeah, John Podesta's uh, some sketchy shit. Podesta's working back in the White House. Yeah, yeah that's really? what I'm saying. He's a sketchy shit. I just, yeah, did, back in a, I just did a video on that. Yeah. I, I see his face. I can't call his name. I know. Yeah, and they had the, the little Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, I don't know. Did he die? I can't, oh, I can't. it starts with a J. I know it starts with a J. I know that. <sighs> yeah, but but I was agreeing with your point. But the names get changed. We'll never know. He's supposed to be mm-hmm. part of well, that lineage. There, I mean, a lot of this information it's it's a mix of public and I don't care, and I'm and it's not covered. It's um, if you look into these things, you can find most of the connections. It's more about. How much do we know about their real asset like right. diversification, right? So when I was talking to a few people that do this type of asset management st- stuff, and they say some people quadruple what they publicly say they have, quadruple what they say they have. So some of these people potentially could be trillionaires. Like I mean, but Putin's known James because Alan he owns so much of gas brands, insanely rich. That sounds right. I'm yeah, sorry. that sounds right. Yeah. Putin wears to that the was- gym. $3,000 tracksuits. If you guys didn't know how Putin lives, he looks like he's living a normal life. Everything he wears he is like extremely expensive designer clothes. The coat he showed up, they they made a big thing about like when he showed up, that coat was like $12,000 like down like jacket. This man, that he's it's like the epitome of the character of like an oligarch. He's the yeah, and, he He's the and he was talking to the huge crowd of Russian people chanting right, right at the, I think it was just like a month after the invasion of Ukraine. He was standing in this like auditorium. Oh, this, this, this is, stadium. is the, the, the parade, yeah, the military parade. Yeah, and he was standing in this stadium. No, it was some big like sports stadium surrounded by people waving Russian flags and stuff like that. And he oh, had yeah. on this huge like gangsta jacket. And it was like 12 grand. Like this dude, like his, like the palace that he lives in, in, um, um, oh, but George W. Bush had $20,000 suits. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm having a moment. Right just now. look up who some of these, pre- like what suits they're wearing, who designed those suits. Let's not even like take away. Americans do the same shit too. Yeah. Our politicians are dressed in like the most expensive shit you can think of. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can knock him if you want, but Rasputin, yeah, he doesn't mess around. <laughs> he doesn't mess around with fashion. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. I mean, did you though, ever man. think? I think did you was... ever think that dystopia would feel like this? Like you had this, uh, pre- like presidents that are have wearing designer clothing. But I mean, in in, in reality, you know, are they really in charge? I mean, when you think about it, though, are they really in charge? Though, is that their really? Is that really their wardrobe? 
Are they just being put into like a expensive suit just for the camera and then told? Get back into that fucking books, brother. If there's other people, if there's a hell of a lot of people above them, who the hell would they be? That would be freaky. Like I've always said, though, the powers that be, the real people in, I say this over and over again, and you, you just can't dispute it. The real people in charge, I mean, you've never seen their faces. Well, you might, you might have, but just not thought anything of it. Jimmy has an interesting, no, Jimmy has an interesting take on this, but it's like, you know, you would never know. The real people in charge, they, you don't know who they are. They've never been photographed. Nobody knows their lineage. They're not well, in they're, any books. They're, they're among us. Like, they've been. Oh, I 100% they're, say they're, 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 they're among us. Got. They just uh, when also when you're that rich, you're like access anything rich. So with yeah. is when you have access anything rich, you have to like create an actual budget and yeah. live inside yeah. of a budgetary constraint. Because if and not, you're fucking weird. These guys, these guys are the real people in charge. Because like I like to think of the not just like individual countries. I like to think of the world. It's not a corporation, but I like to think that it's a corporation. Yeah. And the higher you the, you go high enough anywhere, you always come to one oh, person. Yeah. Okay, this is in any in any corporation. They can say, "Oh, it's run by a board." No, it's not. It's chaired by one person, and there's one person always in charge. And that's the same way with the world. There's oh, there's one person in charge. Do you think that's why then they constantly say patriarchy, patriarchy, because it's still a white man? Who knows who it really is? I mean, I think if we did, it could be a totally enough, different dis- discussion. But and the 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 you know, they're, they're pawns, right? Uh, you got a Facebook page. Wait Every leader, listen. He's the only person every leader shows respect to, and goes to meet. And I think if we what, look the Pope? into the Pope, yeah, I think if we look into no, the Pope, he's a pawn. It's a, sim- it's, it's a, it's and, a symbolic thing. The Pope is symbolic. The Pope is symbolic. Oh, no. The Pope is symbolic. And it's not even, that's not even the real Pope. You know? <laughs> it, I, I know. It's, it's, but we're. <laughs> the I have not heard that the, the Pope passed. I know we're getting way off track. Like I said, you know, we got close a couple of times to getting into the industry. Uh, I had a friend who used to, I, well, I used to manage him, and he was a rapper. It sounded just like Tupac. Anyway, uh, there was a local DJ who had a project. He asked him to come do a track. He went on, he did the track, and that DJ, I mean, the record producer, knew a, a, a DJ at a radio station. And so he went on and they played the project. You know, it was just supposed to be a one-off. But the song that my that my guy was on, they started liking that song. So, they, so that song became in rotation. And that song became the number one song on that local radio station. Not nationwide, but on that local radio station. And so they did a show. And he was the featured artist. But when he came there, he got there, they put some clothes on him, gave him a huge chain. And a, a diamond studded Rolex. And he said, and he said, What's this? He said, They think you're successful. So yep. he had to go out there before and said, as soon as he came off the stage, they stripped him butt naked. They got all that stuff back. So you're right about a lot of it is appearances. 
Yep. 100% appearances, man. It is power is perceived, man. Yeah, I, I did a video on that. Uh, I talked about uh, actual power and perceived power. But yeah, oh, and something you said earlier, uh, Louise, about one of the reasons why wages have not kept up because they want to eradicate the middle class. That's part of the socialist Marxist movement. And that takes time to do that. They, you notice how the, the, the wage, I mean, the, the salary gap, the wealth gap has widened. You've got more millionaires and billionaires now. And you've got, that's people who are, who are considered middle class. And now if you have a million dollars, that's nothing nowadays. Mm-hmm. You're oh, still no, actually middle class oh, is up to you need to have minimum like to go above middle class. I think you have to go above mm-hmm. one point five million net worth. Oh my god. This is according yeah. to more of the government, how they like made the determination <laughs> of what becomes like not middle class in relationship to asset class. Estate tax hits you at five point five million. So just put into perspective that. The rich people tax don't start until 5.5. And they're now making a whole new bracket for like, I think, 25 million and above, um, which I'm fine with. There's no problem with that. Like there's it's just how it's structured and there's ways to avoid it. And like taxes, they're hilarious. (laughs) It's it's a complicated mess. It's designed to fuck with people. It's designed to fuck I'm with people. I'm just trying to accelerate. It's designed to keep the people oppressed. We, we, we need to make the tax code 100 pages, not 10,000. This is insane. Yeah. We need you know, to change the tax code. I, I mean, I, what was it? Um, Kane? The best idea he had nine nine like nine 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 or something like that. Like it was like, going to be a flat tax at nine percent on everything. I think that was Steve Forbes had that first had that idea first. Steve Forbes is the first time I, I heard that Kane, idea. Like, Herman Kane. Herman Kane. Herman Kane. Oh no, you're, you might have been right that somebody made it up before Herman Kane just pushed right. it again. But right, I'm not right, saying right. he might be the originator, but Herman okay, Kane. I, I got you. I got you. Herman Cain, and well, that's where the first I, so Singapore has a 20% tax pretty much on almost everything. And by the way, buying liquor in Singapore, good luck. (laughs) It's going to be triple the price it is here. Uh, Beers are like 20 something dollars, a six pack. Singapore is really expensive to buy you in cigarettes. Everything, everything, every vice is heavily. So people in Singapore to really party, they just leave the country. <laughs> it's, leave deeper, the country. it's probably deeper it's than it's the country. <laughs> take a fucking plane America. out of the country. The people I mean, in some ways, that's how rich they are. Up. The people would have to rise up and do, uh, what do they call that? The ratification of the states? To get but this that is, over the time. weirdest thing is Singapore is like this weird corporate dictatorship, but everybody agrees. It's like how society would should work in many respects. Right. They're actually one of the lowest corruption countries on earth. There is problems in Singapore. Don't get me wrong. Singapore is not perfect, but God damn it. Certain parts of their model, they got that shit right. It's like, what is a good functioning city system look like? Well, Singapore. Um, they pay their politicians really well, though. The starting well, the salaries are like a million dollars. With wow. too much less stress, but they don't really they need don't to steal. 
they don't steal because they were paid. Look at that logic. They don't steal because they were paid. It works. Yeah, that, the tax code is designed that way purposely. It make it difficult because it's part of how uh, American citizens we pay our debt. Because FDR used the Fourteenth Amendment. How ironic is that to turn all uh, U.S. citizens into debt slaves? And we're debt slaves to the federal government and to the world banking and the, and the Federal Reserve. Because you got to remember, we had to borrow money from the Federal Reserve to get out of the Great Depression. Well, we didn't have enough gold as collateral. So what did FDR put up as collateral? He put up the U.S. We, tax board, which is why they wanted two households. They wanted two people in a household working. And also to get the wife out of the household. So how do we, we pay that, that debt back? We pay that debt back through either military service, the, the prison industrial complex, through man hours, or you pay it back uh, through taxation. That They're going to get that money back out of us. That's the goal. It's, a, it's to keep us in debt. Well, so that's why they said the Social Security is gone. Like, look at what happened in, in, in the pensions already in the UK. They said they were about to lose everything, but they, they saved it. Like, we were yesterday, I think it was yesterday, the day before, they were going to be gone. Like, if they didn't, like, did crazy stuff with the equations, they would have broken everything. That's how fragile everything is right now. That's probably right. tens of millions of people in the UK would be really pissed off that all their money disappeared. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the problem with crashing things, though, is that you're already, you really fuck over people no matter what. But the house of cards needs to crash somewhere or another. It's just where it's going to crash and which direction it's going to crash. Is on top of who is it going to crash on? And the way the government is working it is so it crashes on top of the rest of the planet and not in the United States, which is kind of su- it's like the United States suicidal, man. It's suicidal. The world is going to go against us because we're destroying the world the currencies by raising our own interest rates because their interest rates are fixed up our interest rates. It's right. like diabolical what the Fed is doing. They're even right. asking them, could you stop? Could you please stop? They won't. And the other countries ask you, well, why don't you play nice? Yeah, we're in a catch-22. Uh, because we're a reserve currency. And you know, people ask why we always give all this foreign aid. Well, in order to be the foreign cur- uh, reserve currency, four things have to be true, and I can't remember all four of them. But one, your dollar has to be available. It has to be in demand and it has to be in use. And the best way for our dollar to be in use is to give it to those other countries. And we give it to them in the form of foreign aid. But they also need a place to spend those dollars. That's why we gave them access to the American consumer. That's why those jobs got shipped overseas, and that's why they always. That's why we always well, import things so those nations have can, can spend their dollars here. Did you know fifteen countries live off the French uh, uh, franc, and they charge them a mint fee? Did not know that. I was like, this was the Italian uh, new Italian prime minister talking about it. I was like, I didn't know it was fifteen. I thought it was like four. I really, I honestly didn't look into like the imperial, the economic imperialism of France. I really they just learned of the military imperialism of France. You know, they're, like, they're the third most powerful military on earth, depending on the category you're talking about. Yeah. The French have more bases than the rest of the world. Like, they only, it's the United States number one, then number two, I think, is China, and then number three is France. So, yeah, well, are you going to go, go, go visit the new Chinese police station in your hometown? What? We don't got those yet. I've seen where they're in New York City or something. 
Don't tell me there's a Chinese. I was hearing about it happening somewhere that they were going to put there, there's our, it's their own Chinese so, uh, cops in another country. In, apparently one just opened in New York City up there. Hang on, I'm looking. They're enforcing, the, speaking of that, they're back to uh, their zero COVID policy. And, wait, by the uh, way, China do you imagine right that the Chinese already won? Would the joke be the China already won behind closed doors? That'll be fascinating. That's why it looks like such a shit show. No, I don't like that idea. I mean, that's a good show. <laughs> I'll give them that. Ding, 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 ding. Damn, what a show. Interesting. Oh, my God. I mean... They control the they control the education system already. They control the fight the like they they control so many industries. I mean, real estate. How they destroyed Canada. Education system too, because they're the neo imperialists. They are they are just they are making a lot of money, but they're distributing their money. Mm. Well, we don't. The The Chinese at least distribute their money better than we do. Yeah, believe it or not, the Chinese distribute their money better than us. Which is and weird to I, say, but I'm they, actually really terrified right now for our country because, like, Joe is not going to make it. There's 350 million people in China off. earning more than Americans. <laughs> <laughs> or like 300 not, million yeah. earning more than Americans. Come on, <laughs> they're earning decent oh, lives over there. Wow. At least their lifestyles in terms of economics are like higher standard than ours. I don't, I just, I mean, it's still interesting. But there's still like well, 800 million poor people. <laughs> the, 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 there's still a problem in China. That's not, and then the, there's the Uyghur problem where the slave camps. That's the thing. Are we, talk, like are we, are we, are we talking about my buddy Winnie? Yes. Can we show a picture? We need to insult him. Uh, we should, can find a good one. Uh, yeah, we course. need to install Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the She. <laughs> Winnie the She. Winnie the She. Winnie the She. So fuck that guy. Well, no, but I mean, anyway, while we're while we're sitting here talking crap about it, and I'm, you know, pulling up a good picture, uh, you were also talking art about, you know, that that kind of goes along with this power narrative and stuff. But you were. And you kind of made mention towards it a little bit there when you were getting to it a minute ago or whatnot, but you're talking about how the Black Lives Matter group or whatever, you had some strong opinions on uh, some of the stuff going on there. Yeah. Uh, what ended up happening was what, what they do to in the Black community is they stick a Black face on something and they say a few key buzzwords and they get us to hoop and holler and support it. Uh, but that's part of their program anyway, uh, is when they, they, they find somebody who looks like the target group. And so Black Lives Matter comes along and it is an organization that is funded by George Soros. Um, and their goal is to push Marxist ideology onto the masses. Um, so one of the things that I did is when I, I always get pushback from my friends, 
And one of my friends said to me, he says, why are you against everything that's black? I said, I'm not against everything that's black. I'm against everything that wants to exploit historical black pain and trauma. That's what I'm against. And you can be able to see through uh, BLM. They're see-through. You can see what they are. And so he said, well, at least they're out there doing something. And so I started researching, okay, what is it that they're doing so I could respond to that statement? Um, because most people have no idea who Black Lives Matter is. And everything that they stand for is deleterious to the Black community. So in my opinion, from my research, there is nothing that they promote or espouse that is virtuous, righteous, or redemptive. Uh, and no one should be supporting them. Uh, as an entity, as an organization, or even a concept. For example, why do I say the concept? Because the concept is divisive. When you start saying Black Lives Matter, you're drawing a line of division. You will call it a conspiracy theorist if you like this. Huh? You were, uh, the article he just pulled up, you were called crazy if you were saying that George Soros influenced BLM. I'm like, there's the paper trail. It, there's the paper trail. Millions of it's dollars. It's very obvious, too. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's true. It's true. That man spends close to a billion dollars a year. <laughs> By the way, that man makes so much fucking money that he could spend a billion dollars just fucking around with politics. Look at the power of a billion dollars. I just want to say, look at the power of a billion dollars, because this is about what, how much he spends. How I much mean, he spends his politics. Doesn't he want to argue yeah. an open source organization or something like open But yeah, um, one, and what most people don't understand, give you an example about BLM, the founders, they practice a West African religion called Odu Ifa, which involves necromancy, uh, spell casting, ancestor worship, and possession. In other words, most people have no idea that the slogan Black Lives Matter is a chant. It's mass spellcasting. And this isn't me making this up. They tell you this out of their own mouths. Like when they say, you remember when they were going around saying, say their name? The dead people say, say their name, say their name. Okay, that's not to honor and remember mem and memorialize the slain. That's summoning spirits. They tell you this out of their own mouth. All you gotta do is read it. And then secondly, uh, because they're Marxists, Leninist Marxists, in their worldview, black does not even refer to pigmentation. They're not even talking about black people. In their worldview, black has to do with adherence to an ideology that being a Marxist ideology. So when they're saying Black Lives Matter, they're saying Marxist Lives Matter. They're not even talking about Black people. And again, all of this is documented, and it takes just, you ain't even got to be Sherlock Holmes to find this Don't use Google, because Google is a piece of trash. There are many else. Well, there's Gibiru. And so- is really good. If you want to search for like articles that are controversial, Gibiru. <laughs> it's one of the best search engines I've found because they show you a lot of shadow ban content. The Senate simulator. Yeah. What, 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 uh, what, what, what's the website? What's that you said? What uh, search engine was that? You 
GB Gbiru. I'll write it in the chat because it's like when you really start exploring, I found things that were hidden away, hidden away. I'm I was like, like, oh look, I'm there is a real internet still. There is a real internet still. I use Yandex one, but that's not one of the best ones. But yeah, so Yandex that, that is like all over the place. It's right. it's still censored. It's just a different type of censor. Right. But okay. they're still censored. And that's one of the things that they, they hide the truth from. They don't want us to find the truth. I mean, uh, the truth probably is right in our face, like staring at us. And we don't know what the fuck it is anymore. It could be literally staring right in front of us. And we're like all like looking the other way because we don't think that that's the possibility. Like that's the right choice. Right. And that's right. in itself a thought experiment we have to all go through. Right. I'll give you another example about BLM. Uh, one of the chief deities that they worship is the god of chaos called Ashu. So chaos is very much a part of their spiritual beliefs, but also chaos is a part of their Marxist ideology as well. So when they said that those meetings, those those protests were designed to be peaceful, they were never designed to be peaceful. No, I mean, now, I love how they said 97% were peaceful. Right, well, how many? And the other four <laughs> fucking riots. 90, no, 93% are supposed to be peaceful. So if you're into democracy, that's really high. Percent that number is significant, why? Because they are occultists and they don't do anything random, they do everything by the numbers. Seven percent of the protests were violent. Now, there were 7,750 incidents. If you know numbers, 77 and 50, those numbers mean something. 542 incidents were violent. Well, well, 42 is the number of chaos. And again, I'm not trying to get all up into that, but I'm saying how. The meetings were never designed to be peaceful. Over a billion dollars worth of, of violence. And again, do you remember the, the pallets full of rocks? I mean, the pallets full of bricks. Somebody would draw right. pallets full of bricks. Never designed to be peaceful. So most people get caught up in that mostly peaceful. But when you go into the numbers, you see how the game was being played. Also, again, it don't matter whether you believe in spiritual or not. They do. So that's why I talk about it. And well, they tell that those, work. they never saw those protests as political. They saw them as spiritual confrontations. And they tell you when they were out there, they were summoning spirits and casting spells and summoning upon their gods to bring them out about as much death, you know, believe it or not, a search and chaos as possible. They Art. tell you this out of their own mouths. Art, you yes, know, actually, it's on a search I just made for that, I actually found quite quite the handful of articles to thumb through i did find one where you know it's, it's actually a mainstream one and they're trying to make the person sound ridiculous mm -hmm. but there's there's a lot of truth to what they're what the person's trying to share there so i'll, I'll make sure i share it with the episode because like i mean you know i'm i'm there's truth in a little bit of everything and when you start finding common denominators in a lot of the uh different articles about wow. something like you, you, you gotta start looking reading between the lines and looking at things and there's there, there, there does seem to be some interesting. Inter there seems to be some of that interesting cultism that is throughout the entirety of our government's dark state. I guess you could call them. I don't know what you really want to call them, but remember there is the CERN event that exists there. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. like the dark entity behind the lines, like we've been talking about all night, and it seems they're even a part of that same dark entity. Like it's just another front. You know, like a lot of things have been throughout history as far as, you know, and this is a controversial thing that I bring up, but there's, you can pull up photographs of 
Martin Luther King having dinners and stuff and hanging out with like the Rothschilds and other people of the prominent times that, you know, before he was a prominent thing of the spotlight and the FBI killed him. Like there's, there seems to be a time that he was rubbing elbows with some of these people that kind of maybe ultimately led to what he was, you know, why he was killed because he was, you know, crossing paths with some of these very powerful rich people that might've had an agenda that they were trying to help him push, use him to help push. You know what I'm saying? Like is because it's, it's just, again, like you've been saying tonight, and I think it's a very powerful point to make a lot of these agendas are very d divisive. You know, I, I, I'm a very firm believer that the modern feminist movement is, is very divisive and full of garbage. Like it's, it's just more of that as, as people will say, it's more of destroying the nuclear family, which Listen, people. If 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 we don't have people doing the family thing, humans are gonna like one day extinct, folks. Like, yeah, kind of have something to go with that. I know science can do some things, but science can't do it all forever. Like, just saying. And not just that, keeping you divided by any means necessary, uh, it makes you easier to control because you're split off into these smaller groups instead of one large cohesive group. You're split. You're you're split off into factions. You're easier to control. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what Absolutely. They, do. Yeah, totally. they keep you fighting amongst each other. They won't mm -hmm. turn on you. So right. I did. I did post to you a recent sit ritual that happened at CERN. That freaked people out. Oh, are you? They came, didn't they come out and say that that was fake it, after the, that? The, the, the picture surfaced. No, it's a video. Are you talking about the, the one where the sacrifice? sacrifice. Yeah, I saw the picture. I never saw the video. video. I saw the pictures, you can hear the and the, they came out. Yeah, they came out after that. Yeah, they came out after that and said, "Oh, it was all fake. No, nothing to be alarmed about." Yeah, like the boy. Why would you stage that? Okay, let's. Let's forget everything else. Why would you stage that? Regardless if it's if it's a play, regardless if it's a show, yeah. why are you doing why? that? Yeah, why? Even if nobody got killed, we still Damn, got questions. Like, their music videos. The first one like, is in the inauguration. Uh, the second are. one is the scientist dancing inside, and the third one is the sacrifice. Yeah, the yeah I mean, their dances and their music videos are rituals. I mean, they are, they're they're there was doing a, the, ritual the, the, dances. It's the scientists dancing. To yeah. Ritual. Oh yeah, es ist vermutlich nur ein übler Scherz, doch dieser hat jetzt böse Folgen. Ein Amateurvideo vom renommierten Genfer Forschungszentrum CERN sorgt im Netz für Aufruhr. Die Aufnahmen zeigen die vermeintliche Hinrichtung einer Frau direkt vor der Shiva-Statue am Zentrum. Der Mann hinter der Kamera scheint nicht zu ahnen, was gleich passieren wird. Die mit Kutten vermummte Gruppe marschiert auf den Platz. Einer Frau wird das Gewand abgenommen, sie legt sich auf den Boden, dann sieht es danach aus, als würde sie mit einem Messer erstochen. Shiva destroys the Brahma can create. That's her purpose. Her dance is what destroys the world. Die Szenerie wirkt bedrohlich, fast wie ein Opfer. Now, if that's real, all right, crazy. If that's not real, still, I got a lot of questions. Like, who the fuck ordered this? 
floor to this. That's not the first time. I mean, that's not the first time that that, uh, like, that happens with um, a, a lot of, like, whenever they have, like, and I think I'm getting feedback on my mic. That happens um, for a lot of, like, uh, building, when they open up new buildings, when they open up new institutions. Look at the Denver airport when it opened up. Look at all of the stuff in the Denver airport. That happens more than, like... Dude, they're still building. They're yeah. still building. They look at the what creepy the paint doing? the creepy paintings and the murals and the statue and the you. numbers yeah the numbers written on the walls and stuff I mean it's like yeah. right in front of your face people would just be like oh that's you know alternative artwork and wow that's kind of creepy I mean it's right in front of your face you know what they're doing to you I mean uh, part of my uh, job part of my job is to help people see what's right in front of them. Again, I'm going to touch on the Bible a little bit. Sure. Uh, prior to the fall of man in Genesis chapter three, God gives man three sets of instructions. The second set of instructions, he commands the man to see. We are commanded to see. To see, and we're, held we're commanded to see. We're held accountable to understand what we're seeing. In other words, it's nature and it's purpose. We are expected to see it. And there's a cost to not seeing it. So a lot of the stuff that you were talking about, Ben, and all that stuff in front of us, we're now the culture, we're now paying the price because we don't see what's right in front of us. And they're advancing their agendas because we simply do not see it. And it's right there. And like what you were saying, uh, Caitlin, about how they came out with the um, the press release said that it wasn't real. Well, that's called damage control. All you got when you hear that kind of stuff, all you got to do is think Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. That's all they do. And it's not just people like not being able to see. They see it and just don't care, you know? Right. Right. I did a video video called uh, The Fix Was In. And I talk about the the, the 2020 election. I talk about the Mm -hmm. psychology behind the election and the four-year side leading up to the election. And again, you touched on it. And I said that the goal was to produce a people who no longer care about right and wrong. And I, I, I go into detail in that video. But yeah, you, you, you nailed it. The goal is to produce a, a people who simply do not care what's right in front of them and they don't care about right and wrong. You nailed it. 1,000% bandit. And that's what they're doing. Like, I mean, slowly but surely. And look at this generation below mine. I mean, they they don't care about it. And the yeah. things they do care about are ridiculous. Like, the things that they do go to war for, <clears throat> that you see them whining about on social media, are just absolutely ridiculous topics. I mean, things that they don't even need, things that aren't even fucking real to worry about. Like, right. And they have no oh, idea that, what's going on in the world. Absolutely they were no idea. That, they were saying that kids, because they don't have the same, like, particular sets of struggles that refrain to like a problem. Some kids early on in life deal with very complex problems and learn to deal with them. When then we got these grown adults that never really had a problem in their lives. And then you get a whole situation where they don't have enough to fight. Some do. Some do. But that's the thing. Well, that's the, the weakening thing. effect. That's the weakening effect you were talking about. 
you yeah. slowly weaken a society. Yeah. It's a progressive mm-hmm. scale and it is working. It is fucking it working. Is. It's, you know, the whole um, putting the frog in the cold water and slowly boiling it. We're yeah. boiling, boys. It's not we're boiling. Good. Yeah, we're boiling. And you're going you're gonna to want to hang with the people that jump out when the water gets a little warm. You know what I mean? Right. right. These people that are like ditching everything and going into the woods, you're going to want to follow those people. <laughs> you know, you, re- no, you really are. Yeah. yeah. You, you're you're going to want to follow those people out into the woods. If you see them, go follow them. I mean, wh- those are the people you're going to want to be with. How many you movies know? have you seen? Everybody just goes into the woods and, and, and then suddenly the people in the, in the country become the leaders of everything. Because How many movies? That's what happens. A good hard work in hand, regardless of what it is. And we're, we're probably likely to feed you, you know, dinner and let you sleep in the barn with the, with the rest of the stuff. Right. For all the things that we, we viewed as um, him doing wrong, Man, I might catch some heat for this, but Ted Kaczynski's manifesto. Uh, no, it didn't. He knew. He knew what was coming. Like, if you're not how thinking, right was he? You know, when he moved out like, into the woods, a lot of people agree with him in the world of technology. A lot oh, of people yes. agree with him in the world of finance. A lot yep. of people agree with him. Uh, there's like things like I agree. He like, wasn't an idiot by far. Right, he, he was, was like, not. He was a mathematics professor at Harvard. Yeah, uh, but at twenty five, at twenty five years old, he, yeah, was, he was a mathematics a professor. Yep, that's the problem. He saw too much too early. Hence why he moved out into the woods to get away from it all. You know, didn't the brother say he did, he couldn't have done the killings though? That it, that it was impossible. Uh, I d- there's been that, so like, much. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He there's wasn't a been, person. Oh. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but hell, we, did we have any WMDs in Iraq? At this point, I would ask, because Ted Kaczynski just was predicting what the fuck was coming. Maybe he didn't kill anybody. Hey, I'm not right. calling out like people he, died. I'm not disrespect. I don't know. I don't know, but, but I'm not going to disrespect right. all the people that died and everything. You know, right. There was no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the government stage is a lot of events. That, yeah, they, they, they say like if somebody said something about when I the things that I was said about BLM you can't say. Well, there's a bill called HR three forty three fifty that has passed the House. Now it's a national defense bill, but you still have to read it because they got some stuff tucked away in there that applies to us. And and in section five twenty five they describe what a violent extremist is. Oh, oh yeah, and it's by law and definition that they, they describe what a violent extremist is. What, could could we go over that, please? We I want to learn what is a violent extremist according to the government. We're fucked. You're a violent extremist already. Being on this podcast, you're a violent extremist. Uh, you're right, a, right, welcome right. to the list, Luis. <laughs> Jimmy and I welcome you to the list. We've been here a while. We'll be your guide. We'll be your guide. Okay. Uh, as of I'm 2020, we are violent. Yeah. Right. And allegedly, what's wrong with communicating? And allegedly, mm-hmm. all, probably all of our names are on that list. If it's not, it soon will be, allegedly. List. And they got a list of things that you cannot talk about. Y'all remember mm-hmm. the Smith Act? 
You can't uh, talk about certain spies, like the legit list of things that you can't say. It's like, oh, I'm going to tell you where the spy location of this person and this person is because I was like right. <clears throat> revealing the state secret. Did you hear about the transgender couple that, that sold secrets? The, uh, the transgender U.S. Army medical officer was just caught selling medical information to Russia. U.S. Army um, medical they information were hiding it in to sandwiches. Russia. Yeah. And they sending it to Russia. Sandwiches. Yep. Oh, wow. What were you going to say, Arda? Sandwiches. <laughs> we're putting in what between sandwiches. The chips. Like, on we? When, when I first got on uh, TikTok, everybody started talking about the Smith Munn Modernization Act. And oh, how. God, that was a while ago. And what I just, what I had, when I started researching it, uh, because I started looking at January 6th and how that's playing out and the game that they're running on the people with that. But I started researching the Smith-Munn Act because we always thought that the Smith-Munn Act from 1948 said that you cannot push propaganda on the American people. That ain't what it's But saying. Obama changed that. Right, but that's my point. But the Smith-Munn Act never said that. What the Smith-Munn Act said was the term who could push propaganda on American people. And what they were saying is that the State Department could not push its propaganda on the American people, but that Congress, the media, that includes Hollywood, and the education system, it's their purview to indoctrinate the citizens. So it was never that we could never be propagandized, it was who, who could do it. Now, when we look at the Modernization Act, what that did is it goes after the internet, and it allows them to push propaganda through the mainstream media on us, but also is to include the internet. That's why you I mean, can't it's been proven after the internet. That's been proven already. Well, I mean, look at the Chinese firewall. It's they're coming not, after the, right. So that exactly was the goal. That. It's the new. What, it's our version of the Chinese firewall. Right, because you notice how certain videos get taken down because they're community get guidelines violations. Yeah, that's what that is. That's the that's the modernization act, the Smith Money, and and yeah, Obama did change that, but it also widened the net to include the internet. You can't say certain things. So a lot of times, I mean, that, that Obama was the whistleblower incarcerator in chief. He arrested yeah. more spies, more like, well, not spies, but more people trying to get out the data of how corrupt the Pentagon is, how corrupt right. the State Department is, how corrupt the CIA is, how corrupt the, I mean, Edward Snowden and is simply one of the biggest examples. Another one is Chelsea Manning that we don't, right. many people don't talk about her. And she was rattled. I mean, if you heard her story, you're like, holy shit. Edward Snowden ran away. That was the smart move. (laughs) Run away. Truly, the list goes on. Julian Assange is just in in pure hell. Like, poor guy. There was a journalist in Washington, D.C. who um, just got like amnesia and ended up in the hospital and supposedly didn't know who she was, didn't know what she did. Um, she didn't find out that she was a journalist in Washington until like a decade later after she had two sets of twins. Um, but apparently the day before she went missing, she emptied out her bank account, quit her job, and that I mean, Seth Rich. what she stumbled across. I mean, Seth Rich, that's the simplest story. Whistle, mm-hmm. Edward Snowden said it was Seth Rich. It's not a, it's not a debate. He was murdered. I don't yeah. know why they don't accept that it was murder. It's like, it's in your face. Like, 
There's no, there's no Seth Rich movie, even because it's so fascinating. There's no new movie because they won't be allowed to be mainstream. So if anybody makes it, it's going to be like very like an investigative story on it. It's going to get a lot of like pushback. It'll be Hollywood control. Yeah, they will control the narrative. And, and the thing is, is that to people all the time, I say, you know, we always talk about how the other side is being programmed, whatever side you're on. Well, they're programming all of us. We're all mm-hmm. being programmed. Of course. No, no, no. We're, we're fulfilling some agenda somewhere. We're right. Some agenda somewhere. It's the Hegelian dialectic. Like, for example, y'all remember when George Floyd got killed, stage event, by the way, but I do believe he was, he's really dead. You notice how everybody was in agreement about how heinous that was? Well, they can't have that. So what if they do? I mean, they introduced he, a criminal past. If you that, see the case data, I mean, the, the accusation is not correct. He was on top of his back. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that this is not bad anyway, uh, but he, it, this is his neck. He was like here. The thing is, the angle of the camera made it look like he was like on top of his neck, but he wasn't. Right. And, and, and that's how we know it was staged. We could hear everything. We could see everything. They made sure and we could see everything they wanted. The only time we could not hear and see is was when he was in the backseat of that car and they was going over the lines, allegedly. And then they waited for Shivin to come up. They took him out of the car and now it's showtime. That was staged. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he ain't dead. It really looked like but I didn't even know They wanted us to see that. We saw everything. We saw everything. We had the perfect angle to see everything and they hear everything. Come on now. That, they wanted to, I mean, it, 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 we do have a society that is that hyper connected, but I don't disagree with the possibility that they can choose someone. It's like, oh, look, we can just take down this guy because I mean, they could have just watched him. He was high as a kite, so they had a reason to arrest him because he was oh, driving okay. while intoxicated. So that's a detail that's important that people forget. Like the guy was heavily intoxicated. Right, but he was parked. They weren't moving. They were sitting there waiting for the police to show up. They sat there for like eight, ten minutes waiting for the police to show up. If I'm committing a crime, if me and Jim Bob decide to do something we ain't supposed to do, we're not sitting there waiting for the cops to come. We're getting out of there, Jimmy. And we ain't videotaping it at all. I promise you. I would never videotape us cooking the coke, buying the coke, cutting the coke, bagging it, or selling it. <laughs> not my word. I will never videotape us committing that. <laughs> Yeah, it was staged. Hey, I like this guy. Uh, we need to keep him around. He's got what is, that, is that they wanted us divided over that. They could not have us all in agreement because everybody was in agreement. Man, that's wrong. And they introduced this criminal past. Hey, get it. Now you got two opposite effects because they understood people on the right were going to say, well, you know, that's his past. Catching up with him because they're programmed too. They know how they're they going to respond. People on the left, they went from the, they went from denouncing what was done to, to defending him and turned him into a martyr. Which again was that was the purpose. That's a whole other video. We can talk about that another time. I mean, uh, he was not a good guy. He did a lot of bad things. And at the time, people's loved ones were supposedly dying all over the country. Were dying all over the country, and they weren't allowed yeah. to have funerals. Yet his was broadcasted. What's that guy? How many? Tony Temper. I can't think. Of, I, I swear I can't think of his name. Tony Temper. I think his name was. He was killed in the same way that George Floyd was. Much more heinous because they laughed at him, but he's white. Right. There, there has been there's other people, other Latinos that have been murdered in atrocities and scales. Isn't, isn't there a Latino, isn't there got a serial have, killer right now in Texas killing nothing but Latino people? Right. Look at Derek. Look at Derek Schaefer. He was a a, a, a white man who they Daniel had. Schaefer. Are you talking about the the one in Las Vegas? Right. 
the hotel no the hotel hallway that's one of the most gruesome that is one of the most like heartbreaking police murders that i've ever seen the what way the hotel one the hallway yeah where he begged for his life as he was crawling that's an execution that was oh yeah it was just straight up murder what that was a police murder to the jury what the hell's wrong with them it's called uh a jury that is pro cop and uh it's called qualified immunity and it's called cops don't get convicted for shit like that and he actually came back and he received a paid he he received his paid retirement early uh he's getting thirty eight hundred dollars a month tax free because of ptsd from killing daniel shaver oh he's Mm. the victim now yeah he was he got ptsd Cool uh, and uh, Tony Tempo, t- t- Tony Tempo, is that, is that how you say his name? The, that's the one that they injected him with ketamine. Oh my God, he was a child. Yeah, he was a, he was an autistic kid, and they sat on him while he screamed for his mom and dad. They gave him ketamine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like look at the look at the actual the amount. The amount of ketamine they gave him was really high. Yeah. Why did they do that? Because they're fucking insane. They probably misdosed them because they're idiots or they were high themselves. Yeah. Uh, like, to be honest, that's literally what probably happened is the EMTs were high and they fucked up the yeah. dosage because of the high intensity of it. They fucked up the dosage. Yes. They, they do that. It happened. It's happened before. Many times. But this is a when whole new... Up, this this could up. be a whole other episode about... But they didn't do What's enough go- to save him. Yeah. They never yeah. do. They, That's the point. A dead, yeah, point, a, a dead person what like that is less paperwork. Oh, in yeah. China, that's the case. In China, if they, oh. if they hit you, okay, get this shit. If they hit you with a car and they cripple you, they are responsible for you for the rest of yep. their lives. Get this shit. No, yep. That's serious. This is a, it's, so, I know. Because yeah. give you a one flat break. So there's videos of people running somebody over and then running the car back to make sure they're dead. Right. Because you just give the family $40,000 and you walk away. Right. Oh, I killed one of you peasants. Here's $40,000. Please walk away. Shoo, 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 shoo. Shoo, 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 peasants. That's China, man. But I understand. Yeah. That's how there the rich a- live. I can literally yeah, run you over and just walk away. Right, that's crazy. The life of Jack T, 40,000. Well, shit, look what happened with Alec Baldwin. Look what happened with oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin. Alec that was settled out of that money gets you everything. Alec Baldwin just got away with murder because the piece of shit literally was aiming at the DP because he was getting probably mad at her. And I don't know. Who knows? Oh, you cut out. So that's a whole nother episode we could do on stuff like this. That's been second. It could be a. Well, no, I mean, there's. Yeah, no, there's a, there's been a bunch of fantastic things I think even covered here this evening. You know, just in general. Oh, there's art. An art I knew you had something to say back there a minute ago. You can go ahead. Doing some stuff off camera. I didn't want you to see me doing it. You're okay, Bob. <laughs> you were you were about to you were about to uh, say something. Oh no! Uh, a friend of uh, well, my cousin, my big cousin. I call him big cousin. He's a former police officer, 
And one of the things that I was explaining to people is about how police brutality is an issue, but it's not the biggest issue in the black community. But that being that being said, one of the mistakes that they make is that when they always try to make it a racial issue about police. And I say, you can't make it a racial issue because once you make it a racial issue, you're going to divide the people. You have to make it a policy issue. In other words, when somebody gets stopped, what's the policy? What's policy being followed? Because mm-hmm. being, because 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 once you make it about policy, you take race out. Race will come out in the wash. Because then you can then ask the question: Okay, well, why are officers violating policy? You can then ask the question: Okay, well, why is policy different in this section of town than in that section of town? And if they're saying that the officers are poorly trained, again, policy. Well, why are you turning out poorly trained officers? When did you know the officer was poorly trained? We didn't even brought up race. When did you find out the officer was poorly trained? Okay, did he come out of the academy poorly trained? Or did, or, or did he get put, or did he not being trained here? When, so then, now you can go out to the system. Because what happened, once you once you make it about race, and they say it's a bad cop, they, they cut that cop off and throw him under the bus. But it doesn't change the system. So you got to make it about policy. Why is policy not being here? Now, once you make it about policy, I can then go to quote-unquote white people and say, look, there's an abuse of power under the color of authority. And, and when they say to me, well, they kill more white people, I would never say, well, it's more of y'all. What kind of idiot would say that? What I would say is, see, ain't none of us say. It's a, they, 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 we're all subject to the abuse of power that's under, under the color of authority. And as citizens, we need to all be concerned about policy being equal across the board. And the race will come out in the issue and come out in the wash. Oh, well, he was racist. Well, we don't care about that. He's a bad cop. Poverty is more poverty is the simplest factor that can makes us all equal. Like people are just like there's poverty everywhere. We should start, we no. should not exclude one group or another of getting aid because of who they are. Right. And and so and so and so if they say, well, the reason why we why we why the policy is different over here is because uh there's more interaction in this section of town. Okay, well, why are you sending your worst trained officers into an area which they're going to have more interaction with, with, with the public? They should be sending your best officers. See, you make it about policy. They're, they're, you can't get away from that because then you expose the corruption in the system and you go out to the system and then you can make a systemic change. And then you start taking away people's pension, even retroactively, you can change it. But, but once you make it about race, you play it right into their hands. Police unions need to be done away with is a, is a big thing that I am for because there's too right. much of scratching each other's Qualified back. immunity. And I'm pro-police. Qualified I'm pro-police. But hey, I no. They don't need to exist at all. With the, right I mean, now, yes. the tricky part uh, is they want to bring in a global police force and they're, and they're going to. Oh, we are. I mean, we are. What are you talking about? The United States already is. Yep. <laughs> That's already a fact. We are the global police. We've been the global police for decades. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about uh, HR Bill 4350 and what a violent extremist is and how they made it? Yeah, they made it in the. didn't go into the textbook definition. Can we read it? Like, can we actually find the textbook definition I according to that? That's what I was talking about. Like, I, I do happen to have it. Hold on. What? On. Textbook definition of uh, an extremist according to the U.S. government. Like, what's the actual textbook definition? Because you were mentioning the bill, and they mentioned that they define extremism. Okay, I want to read it. What's what does it actually say? 
Well, you can go to the beer. If you go to the beer, you want to get That's what we're saying. What's the line? Yeah, I want like, yeah, let's see. God damn. They define it on 525. I had to scroll through all 1300 pages to find that definition because they didn't tell me where to look. Where was it? Where, where did you look? I looked at it. Yeah. When, I, when I put up the actual beer, I looked at section 525. We we need a degree in just searching bills. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> like I just looked at that search. What the hell? There's a whole science. No, I've seen bills before. I know it's a science to read through them. That's why they're made this way. They're made this way so like I don't want you to read what the hell they wrote. That's on and, that's purpose. National, and that's the national defense bill, and they stuck that in there. Oh, those things are like humongous. They're like six thousand pages. Right, and I had to read almost the whole thing. I'm like, man, I wish they would have told me where to look. <laughs> you read the whole thing? Damn, that was an effort. I know people that do that shit. I'm like, damn, that took you like a week. I didn't I didn't read it. I didn't read it word for word, but some pages I did read word for word, and some pages I perused. I just like, okay, I'm skimming through. Yeah, but yeah, it took me a while to find it. Uh, yeah, because you can skim to like, oh, this is all about like something so obliviously unimportant to me or like, right. But that's the thing is that inside of the nuance is where they put in weird laws and that's how they yeah. put the disclosure law. So they try to force the government to disclose about UFOs. What did the government say? No. No. We're not going to tell you shit. That's the government's response. Not going to tell you shit. Oh, but we tell we're forcing you. Congress is forcing the 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 other state the other part of the state they're like nope we're not telling you what part of this narrative did we forget like we asked the government what do you know about aliens and the government said nothing like they're lying hey of course they're lying yeah yeah I do not, I do not trust I the government <laughs> I know why it's pretty obvious they're lying like no, no, no everybody looking at it objectively when they see what they actually yeah. talked about they're like but these UFOs, these, we don't know what these are. I'm like, there's a lot more than those in the sky. <laughs> and many people have, well, now they get, now the space, the Starlink satellites do get confused as UFOs, but otherwise there has been a lot of sightings lately. I think I in the war zone, there are sightings supposedly in the war zone. So there, hey, all, there always is. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm hoping for that one. If we're going to shoot out the, the, the probability ratios, I'd go for <clears throat> alien uh, uh, coming, then nuclear war. They're already here. If there's an intelligence race uh, messing with us, they're already here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard but, but, to hide. But, There's a lot of places Luis, to land without getting noticed. And Luis and Barry, right. as we've discussed many times, we we still have faith in the people and believe that there's alternative systems already at work that are going to flourish while Rome crumbles around us. And we're not. Government. Governments come and go. Governments come and go. <laughs> Fucking Mike tonight. Uh, governments come and go, but the people will. The people will continue. I mean, how else do you it's happened. It's happened before. It'll happen like, again. Yeah, like the like the intelligence that the engineer distance had, and like 
I think it's we just don't want to go backwards. How did it forget? How do you forget that? How, how do you go backwards from being that intelligent? Well, I think, I think, no, the thing is, we're not going backwards, but a portion of the population might be. Like, we, so I'll say, we it, like, but, but a portion a of the population will always be behind a certain percentage of the population, regardless in relation to certain factors. Because it's just how design is. Like, nature is governed in a certain way, and it, uh, the evolution of certain collectives happens because of the intricacies of the collectives. There still needs to be some form of designation for everything. It's weird. We need to still, we still need order inside of the chaos in order to establish some form of a structure that can progressively make us move forward. And what is that forward? We don't know. We don't know what we become next. We don't know where we are going to be in 200 years, but we might be very different to where we are now. Who knows what a person from 200 years from now would talk about? Like, would they be augmented? Would they genetically have been enhanced compared to us? Sometimes I think we get reset. You know, a percentage of us might. I think what's going to happen is the Flintstones, uh, Jetsons. Some choose yeah. to be on the ground. See, and that's yeah. where Jimmy and I have made this, I think, almost every other episode. This somehow gets played into this. Um, totally short enough to be Barney it, Rubble, so this is going to be great. Yeah, it's... Barney Rubble? You no, either get accepted into the society that is technologically just, like, leaps and bounds forward that are going to live in these mega cities, or you're going to be walled off and live out in what is referred to as the wasteland. You know, you're going to live on your own. dinosaurs. It's robots. I'm okay with that, you know? Or they're genetically engineered dinosaurs. Yeah. Because they can't force everybody. They can't force everybody to accept what's coming. They just won't. But I guarantee a very large majority will accept it willingly. Absolutely. I mean, they accepted other things into their veins. Yeah, right. Exactly. Don't get me started on that. No, we're, that one uh, was too easy. Okay, this is what turned on my, my spidey sense. 95% efficacy. That's it. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no extra argument here. Right. No drug in the history of drugs <laughs> has gotten that number. So it won the drug. I mean, I'm sure it probably not didn't win the drug. But it like in ridiculousness, it did. Like that statement meant to me. Oh, they're lying. Yeah. Uh, right. If they got to push it that hard, propaganda, that, propaganda wise. I don't want to touch that stuff. Yeah. And I was they, right. Like my medical, like my, like this is the thing. It's like really old class of like in my biology classes taught me enough. I mean, in the internet as well. Then it's not it's rocket science. If it's got, if it's pushed that hard propaganda wise by the government, you automatically know I, I don't need this. The comic books, comic books are now banned, guys. They're not. They're now. They're now part of the problem. I mean, they're always probably a good part of the problem, but yeah, comic books have been co-opted. Disney went full. Good luck with that. All right. Well, I mean, I think. I think this has been a fantastic evening. I think we've had some fantastic conversation. And Art, I like to go oh, around yeah. at the end and ask anybody if they have anything extra they'd like to add before we sign off for the evening. So I'd like to start with you this evening tonight. 
I just enjoyed being here. Uh, I had fun. Uh, I'm just glad you guys had me and put up with me. <laughs> we about conspiracy theories. You guys have been. You no, know, we love it. It's, 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 it's this kind of conversations that we like to have. You know, just good, just yeah. good stuff. And you know, a lot of the things you talked about, I do have articles and stuff for us to, you know, people to reference back to, as well as this right here is how you guys can get back to. Get back to art over there on TikTok, man. You know, he's got he's doing pretty good over there. And you guys know I'll share links to help you get back to these folks and stuff like that and his link tree and stuff like that. So, you know, I I had I had a blast with you this evening. So I really do appreciate you coming in and joining us tonight. Thanks, Caitlin. You got anything for us tonight before you sign out? No, I'm glad that you came out on art. That was a really good conversation. Luis, what you got? It was in a yeah. It was fascinating how we moved around so many different spaces, and I still want to show you guys classified documents from my grandfather. It's about um, narrative. It's about like narrative building, and it's very complicated. I was just like, oh, great. So that's uh, Navy. That's um, U.S. Naval Intelligence classified documents related to things that they have to do. Interesting. That was back then in the forties. <laughs> Imagine what we do now. You just keep unfolding. I'm telling you, you're the real life most interesting man in the world. You just needed Dosekis with you. Like there's there's things going on there, man. Bandit, what you got for me tonight? Nothing, man. It's good. Good episode. I think so too. I've had a blast. Well, of course you guys know make sure you get over there and check out unconstitutionalawakening.com and all the things we got going on over there. There's, a, there's now a host section. You can get back to find everybody individually and find us where we've got things going on everywhere, including links to like our Spotify and our iHeartRadio and stuff like that and everywhere you can watch us. Even our Facebook page, Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates. And speaking of that, you guys know I can't leave without giving you a good pirate joke. So, why do pirates really like pizza? Because it, because it usually comes in pieces of eight. Thank you guys. You have a great evening.